What's up, Cyclone Nation? It's your Instant Reaction Podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Full disclosure, I am driving to iHeartMedia to do Cyclone Reaction. I don't have a box score in front of me, but that's okay. Y'all aren't here for stats. You're here for instant reaction to Iowa State's two-point loss, 23-21 to the Baylor Bears. Uh, before I get to my initial reaction on this football game, I want to thank our sponsors of the Instant Reaction Podcast. First of all, Carl Chevrolet. Check them out at The Rock in Ankeny. Big sale going on this weekend. Uh, check that out. Also, our friends at the McFarland Clinic up in Ames. You can hear Dr. Warmy, Buck, Greenwald. They're on with us every Thursday, giving us great insight to the Cyclones. They are the doctors that work on the Cyclones. And also the Iowa State University Bookstore is on our uh, sponsorship list this year. Shout out to them. Tax-free all the time when you shop at the Iowa State University Bookstore and all the money you spend stays on campus. Alright, 2321 Cyclones lose to Baylor today and there's there's mixed emotions with this football game you you commend the team um, a valiant comeback to come back and take the lead being down 20 in the fourth quarter and you're fired up about that and there's a lot of good things to take away from that but I I'm I'm pretty disappointed today I won't lie I feel like Iowa State was the better team I feel like Iowa State gave that game away in the first half it was in the first half with missed opportunities on offense um, it doesn't take away um, the positives and there were some to take in that fourth quarter but man you know um, it's just like the light came on too late for Iowa State um, it's hard to be critical of Iowa State's defense I was a little bit um, I, I didn't like the kind of passive game plan on that final drive with Baylor. I felt like it. they let Charlie Brewer get a little bit too comfortable. There was a big third down conversion for the Bears. That sucked. Um, and, that, and that was really the, the football game. You knew, at least I did, I, you knew when that kid, the freshman, who had been struggling, the kicker, it was set up perfectly for him, a 38-yard field goal. You knew that that was going in. But a little bit of a perplexing day today. Um, I thought that that first half specifically reminded me a lot of the Northern Iowa game, except against a much better opponent. Uh, Iowa State couldn't get the rushing game developed. I thought Brock Purdy, that might have been the worst half of football he's played in an Iowa State uniform. Now he bounced back, and he looked like an All-American there in the fourth quarter. But when you get down 20 on the road, you're playing at a major disadvantage when it comes to the temperature. That was well documented throughout the the football game you can't put yourself in that spot if you want to be where Iowa State wants to be and that's in the Big 12 football championship game this year it's hard to put yourself in that spot and win against a good team and Baylor is a good football team um, the Bears are they're better defensively than I anticipated them being as we entered this I think I had the wrong read on them I you know what was fascinating about it is Baylor is basically copycatted Iowa State's defense um, and it really bothered Iowa State, I thought, in the first half. I thought that Iowa State, knowing that defense so well, would be able to run the football against the Bears, and they simply weren't. I thought it was a step back today for the offensive line. Bryce Meeker really struggled. It'll be good to get Colin Newell back next week. I anticipate that happening. Um, up front defensively, Iowa State started the day getting pressure, and as you noticed, Jaquan Bailey went out of the game with an ankle injury in the second quarter. Uh, and, and again, it's like 6 
25. The game just ended as I'm recording this. We'll hope to get some updates on that, but he did not come back into the football game. And they did okay. You know, I, I, I do think in that third quarter, Iowa State got worn down a little bit um, with the heat. I think that that was pretty evident if you were watching the game. Uh, they kind of got a little bit more in the shade there in the fourth quarter and came to life a little bit, but it's hard telling if it was that or, you know, if it was the fact that the offense was actually moving the ball and the offense was actually, you know, scoring, and that can give you some extra energy. Um, offensively, you, you lose Tariq Milton. Hopefully that's – it looked like it was just a cramp. Hopefully it's nothing more than that. Uh, he never came back into the game. Uh, some things that you did like, though, the tight ends were really critical for Iowa State. Man, um, Charlie Kohler almost had one uh, at the end of that game that would have given Iowa State a chance at a game-winning field goal. Didn't quite have it. Pass protection was pretty good, I thought. Meeker, again, I think he struggled today. I'm anxious to see if they move Kniffle to right tackle with Newell coming back. We've been talking it a little bit about that on the Thursday thesis here for the last couple of weeks. I do think it's a possibility. Meeker's a fine tackle. I'm not saying you go and bench a guy like Bryce Meeker, but I think he'd be better if he didn't have to play every snap. Uh, is, and that's the case with everybody. And Good Jones, too. Maybe you can give those guys a little bit of a blow. And then, you know, they'll be better off for it down the stretch, especially when we get into the bulk of the Big 12 season. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, I think that a lot of people will be like, ah, oh, great, you know, we came back. And, I, you know, and, and that is – I think it's a good sign for the rest of the season. Remember, this team started one and three a year ago and won eight games. Um, two and two right now, heading into TCU next week. There's, you'd like to be better than that. I, I certainly thought that they would be, um, but this team will. This team will bounce back. I don't doubt that. But then you look at the two losses, and you're like, you know, I think Iowa State gave Iowa that game. Um, we've talked about that. It's well documented. And then today, I mean, I give Baylor a lot of credit. They made plays, but man, like, the if you go back and, and I, I can't, actually, I don't want to go back and chart those offensive possessions in the first half, but man, like, it, it was just like the Northern Iowa game. Every time you needed something, there's a hold, you know, drop pass. Like, it just, you know, Purdy missed some guys early on. I thought that that Baylor coverage scheme was really confusing Brock. I thought Brock was leaving the pocket a little bit early in that football game. Um, yeah, I, 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 my initial reaction without watching it back, I'm just a little bit disappointed. Um, it's not, um, as, my, as my dad said, I'm not mad at the team, just a little bit disappointed, <laughs> if that makes sense. Just a tough one. Now, TCU is next for Iowa State. They killed Kansas today. I, it's hard telling. I think that... Um, we all can kind of overreact week to week with these things. I know I certainly do. You get passionate and you you, you can do that. Uh, it's hard telling what Kansas really is. I don't think West Virginia is very good. Um, and they lost to them last week. And so did TCU really have a bounce back game today? And did Gary Patterson get their attention after the loss to SMU? Or was that simply you were playing Kansas at home? I'll be anxious to go back and watch that one when I have the opportunity. But that's an 11 a.m. kick next week. And, and now for the first time this year, we have to go into a week looking at injuries with Iowa State. Um, if Jaquan Bailey's injury is serious, um, the, the bad news is he's, he might be the best defensive end to ever play football at Iowa State, according to the statistics at least. I'd probably take Jason Berriman over him. Um, 
the good news is one, he still probably could get a medical red shirt because of where we're at in the season. And two, a very deep position for Iowa State. Zach Peterson is the sophomore is ready to step in. Uh, any Wazarike is a stud. You've got Matt Leo, who I think is ready to assume a larger role. And I think this opens up an opportunity to get Jamal Johnson out, out onto the field some more which I've kind of been calling for for a couple of weeks now. So it will be something that we keep an eye on over the next few days as far as the injuries go. Uh, the one I'm really concerned about is Tariq Milton. I think he's just such a crucial part of that offense and what they want to do. Uh, real quick, too, on the running backs, I was surprised. I thought that they would uh, – I thought Jarrell Brock – or Brees Hall would get some more carries today. I'm wondering if maybe they didn't want to do that on the road. Best game we've seen out of Johnny Lang, so that's encouraging. But I do think the offensive line took a step back today. Maybe it's because of better competition. They hadn't seen that three-man front that way. Um, I, I think that it was probably, as far as the run blocking goes, yeah, they, they probably took a step back today. So that – yeah, that's something, you know, you got TCU next week and, you know, the folks down in Fort Worth, they think they got the best defense in the Big 12. They they truly believe that. So it's going to be an absolute war 11 o'clock next week. But, yeah, my, my overall opinion, I'm disappointed in today's football game. Uh, Iowa State just got off to too slow of a start and um, in the end ended up paying the price for it. That's your Instant Reaction Podcast. Here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network, Rob Gray will have more coverage from the game today coming up. And uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. Take care.